Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, founder of the Ignite Apostolic Prophetic Network, and of course, author of our devotional from which we read every day for over five years now, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion titled, Don't Let the Enemy Stop You. My, 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 my. And here's what I heard the Lord say, don't give up. Part of the enemy's strategy is to bring circumstances into your life and set up imaginations in your mind that cause you to get off your post. When the onslaught comes, you feel as if you just want to quit. But that's when you need to stand and withstand. Father is able to help you stand. Don't give the enemy the satisfaction of stopping you or slowing you down, even if he knocks you down through a stumbling block of temptation. Get right back up, says God, and run hard after Father's will for your life. I am with you. You can do this. Amen. That's a good word. I don't know who needed to hear that today. Almost want to read it again, but we'll go on to the scripture references. Second Chronicles 15 and 7, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, and Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. And the prayer starter, when I feel like giving up, Help me to refocus on the vision you have given me. Show me the big picture. When I fall down, help me to get back up again. I want to run this race and walk worthily. I want to fulfill everything you've called me to do. Help me, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We honor your holy name. Your name is holy. Your name is awesome. Your name is reverend. Your name is mighty. Your name is overcomer. Your name is warrior. Your name is faithful. Your name is the name above all names. And we run into you today so that we can find safety. We can find comfort. We can find peace that passes all understanding. God, we're running towards you, not away, but towards you. Oh God, we don't care what we've got to climb over or push through to get in your presence. We are committed today to sitting and seeking the one true living God. Oh God, all the distractions that keep us out of your, uh, out, out of, out of our, 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 our ability to focus God, all of the distractions that bring, uh, dissatisfaction, the distractions that pull us out of your presence, the distractions 
distractions that compete for our attention, the distractions that demand our attention. God, we cast the distractions down and we look up. We say we will not turn our head to the right or to the left, but we will lift our head up. We thank you, Lord, that you are the lifter of our heads. God, help us to look up toward you help us to stop looking around and about here there and everywhere at what the enemy is doing at what people are doing listening to what people are saying God we want to tune our ear into your voice Oh God, help us not to care anymore what other people are saying about us. Help us, Lord, to calibrate our ear, fine-tune our ear to what your voice is saying. God, we want to know what you're saying about us, whether you're correcting us, whether you're edifying us, whether you're, 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 you're equipping us, whether you're making promises to us. God, we want to hear what you are saying to us. We don't care what Joe Joe says and what Bobby says and what Billy says and what Sally says. We don't care about what the people round and about us want to say about us. We want to know what you're saying. God, help us today. Help us today. Help us today. Help us today. Not to listen to what the devil is saying about us. Not to tune in to the lies and the deceitfulness and, and all of the slander in the spirit, the criticism in the spirit. Help us, Lord, to recalibrate our ear today. Help us, Lord, for your glory. You are good and you are God and we give you the praise. We lift up the name of Jesus. We bow our ear to you. We bow our knee to you. We bow our hearts to you. We cast down every idol in the name of Jesus. We don't want to listen to idols anymore. We don't want to hear the voice of our idolatry, the voice of our, uh, the, the voice of our, our flesh. God, help us to stop tuning our ear to the voice of our own flesh, the voice that tells Tells us what we want, when we want it, gotta have it, need it now, give it to me now, want it, want it, want it. The voice of our flesh, the voice of our lusts, the voice of our passions, God. We don't want to listen to that voice. We don't want to be led astray by our flesh. We want to be led forth by your spirit. God, give us grace today. We give you praise, give us grace. God, we give you praise, give us grace. God, we give you praise, give us grace to meet this matter and all other in Jesus name we thank you Lord we glorify you this morning there's so many distractions on this broadcast focus in with me there's a witch on the line somewhere we bind the powers of witchcraft in Jesus name we come against every spirit of distraction every spirit of uh, I'm, I'm hearing torment I don't know where that's coming from someone on this line is in torment you're just in torment you've just been tormented there's just some kind of torment going on in your life it's in your soul you're just being pulled between two opinions you're feeling like you don't know which way is up and and I can feel your presence so strongly on this call and you don't even know the Lord you might call on his name but you don't know him in the way that you need to know him you don't know him in that intimate way the enemy has blocked you the enemy has filled you with such fear that you're afraid to even draw close to God because you think that he too will rebuke you you've been so abused you've been abandoned you've been uh, uh, torn apart by people who should have been helping you mend after you fell after you were hurt after you were wounded some of them were actually the wounded 
wounders. Some of them were actually the perpetrators against you. There's someone listening to me that you're in such torment and you've been crying out to God for so long. My God, my God, my God, my God, that he has caused me to be sensitive to what you're dealing with and stop this entire prayer call just for you. You call him savior. You love him, but you don't know him at the depth that you need to know him. But the Lord would say to you today, my daughter, my grace is sufficient for you. My daughter, I am standing in the, in the balconies of heaven with my arms outstretched and I'm calling you to come up higher. I'm calling you to shake off the ties that bind. I'm calling you to release the pain and the anger. I'm calling you to cast all of your anxiety on me. I'm calling you. The Lord says, I am calling you by name. I am calling you my precious one. I am calling you the apple of my eye. I am calling you healed and I am calling you whole. So come into my presence and just rest, says the Lord. For you've been fighting and warring even within yourself, says God. You've been fighting and warring with the enemy of your soul. You've been fighting and warring with those around about you, even in the natural argument, strife, chaos, and it's tormenting. But the Lord would say to you today, forgive them and the torment will cease. Forgive them and you will have taken your first step toward healing. For you cannot heal, says God, until you forgive. You cannot be released from these bondages until you decide to release others for the wrong that they did you. You will be walking and moving and living in torment until you choose to obey my word. And I will give you the grace to forgive if you will choose my righteousness. Father, help that one today. Help that, help those, Lord, that are being tormented. They don't know the, the, the depths of your forgiveness. They've not received the depths of your forgiveness. Therefore, they're not able to forgive others. They've not seen and tasted how good you really are. Therefore, they're not able to receive the fullness of who you are, the goodness, the, the grace, the mercy, the wisdom, all oh, the long suffering. God, help us today to understand that there's nothing too hard for you, that there's nothing that's greater than you. Not even our own heart is greater than you. Our own problems, our own issues, you're bigger than all of that. God, help us today. Help us today to see you as you are. Give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. God, I was praying that for myself this morning. I used to pray it all the time. It's in Ephesians. It's an apostolic prayer. Lord, give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. God, we just don't want wisdom for problems and wisdom for finances and wisdom for relationships and wisdoms to make decisions. Yes, we want that wisdom. But Lord, more than anything, we want a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Because when we see you rightly, everything else just lines up. When we see you rightly, it's a domino effect in our life. Everything else just falls into place. When we see you rightly we won't uh, be overwhelmed by the wicked one we won't be uh, tormented even by the thorn that's in our side God would you help us today to release the torment to forgive and let go to let it loose so that we can be loosed 
And I hear the Lord say, woman, thou art loosed from your infirmity. Woman, thou art loosed. Thou art loosed. Thou art, thou art loosed from your bitterness. Thou art loosed from your rejection. I have loosed you already. In heaven you are loosed. So be loosed on earth by letting it go. Loose yourself. Because even the enemy cannot bind you when you decide you want to be free. When you decide that whatever it costs, whatever it means, you're willing to obey me. When you decide that despite the thoughts that are coming against your mind says God you will choose to believe what I have said when you make these decisions says the Lord you are loosed for real in every regard for I've already loosed you and provided for your loosing provided for your deliverance says God I've already made a way and I am the way says the Lord but you have to choose to be loosed and stop tying my hands and stop tying your hands and stop tying the hands of the people round and about you says the Lord for I am good and I am God and I am your deliverer would you let me deliver you today says God would you let me deliver you today would you let go I see somebody in the spirit right now just just straining like every muscle just straining trying to hold on let it go let it go let it go let it go let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it go, 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 let it go. Let it go. I break that I break that spirit of paranoia. There's somebody on this broadcast and you are paranoid. You're just paranoid. You're paranoid. You're paranoid. You're just paranoid. You're paranoid uh, about the people around you. You're, you're paranoid about betrayal. You're paranoid about uh, uh, finances. You're, there's, so there's more than one. There's a lot of you. You're just paranoid. You're paranoid. You're, that, that's the spirit of paranoia is, is just speaking to you. It's irrational. It's an obsessive distrust. It's an unreasonable worry. Oh, God, help us, Lord, today. Help us, Lord, today. Help us, Lord, today. This this insanity, this psychosis that's trying to come upon us, we resist it in the name of Jesus. No more paranoia. We break the powers of paranoia over our life. We're not going to suffer in our minds over what might happen. This is not just anxiety, beloved. This is another level. This is a spirit. Ah, This is a spirit I'm dealing with. I don't know who I'm talking to. This is more than anxiety. This is paranoia. This is an extreme distrust for people. This is an over-the-top uh, insecurity and sensitivity to something that's not even happening, an overreaction to something that isn't even real. Ah, paranoia. I know nobody wants to admit to this. Some of you are paranoid that you won't be able to pay your bills. It's not just a concern. It's not just a worry. It's a paranoia. Ah. You're not just concerned that your spouse is cheating on you. You're absolutely paranoid. I don't know who I'm talking to. Oh, If you'll humble yourselves today, we can pray, pray and stand together. The first step to freedom is acknowledging you have a problem, that you're under attack. Listen, it's not you. Maybe there's an old hurt. Maybe there's an old wound. Maybe there's a pattern of betrayal or distrust in your life. Maybe you have a reason to be paranoid. Maybe you have a reason, uh, naturally speaking. But in the kingdom, there's no reason for you to be paranoid. 
This is a deliverance broadcast today, isn't it? In the kingdom, there's no reason for you to be paranoid. God is with you. You can trust him. I wrote an article many years ago called When You Can't Trust Anybody Around You. <laughs> it was during a major transition with some people around me, and you just didn't know who you... Everybody was out for themselves. Everybody was out for themselves. Everybody was out for themselves. You couldn't trust anybody. You didn't know if you said something, if it was going to be twisted, perverted, and used against you. You had no idea who was going to just stab you in the back next or try to take from you what rightfully belonged to you. It was a group of people that was around me, and it wasn't too long ago maybe three, four years ago. And I wrote an article. You can go read it when you can't trust anybody, when you don't feel like you can trust anybody around you. That's borderline paranoia. When you begin to feel like you don't know, when you begin to feel like you don't know when the next shoe is going to drop, when you begin to obsess over things, it's, 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 it's moved beyond anxiety and into paranoia. When you're afraid every time you walk in the doors of a church, you're going to get hurt again. That fear, it, it, there's a, a almost like a, a healthy fear in a, in a way that just being alert. There's the fear of the Lord. Like, I don't want to go to the wrong church. I don't want to set myself back again. There's, there's like that healthy sort of, am I in the right place, God? But then there's this paranoia that when you walk in church, you're going to get hurt. There's paranoia that when you invest your money, you're going to lose it. There's paranoia that if you sow, you won't be able to pay your bills. There's this paranoia spirit. And I've never addressed this before. I might have to do a whole Facebook live on it. But let me tell you something. God has not called you to be paranoid. You know what happens? You know what happens when you get paranoid? You become schizophrenic. You become double-minded. You have one personality with somebody and another personality with somebody else because you're paranoid. You're defensive. You're on guard. You're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Father, in the name of Jesus, we deal with this paranoia right now in Jesus' name. We come against the spirit of paranoid that's tried to torment us in the name of the Lord. We break the powers of paranoia now in the name of Jesus. God, deliver us from paranoid thoughts. Deliver us from paranoid feelings. Deliver us from acting out of uh, this, 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 this sense of paranoia, God, in the name of Jesus. Would you help us today to let it go, to trust you? Not to cave ourselves in and wall ourselves in because we're afraid of what might get to us, who might get to us. Father, help us today to release this pair. I break the powers. I break the back of paranoia in the name of Jesus. Some of you are Some of you are paranoid about spiritual warfare. You don't, you don't even want to step out and do what God's called you to do because you're paranoid that the devil might, might come get you. Huh. You're paranoid that the enemy might hit you so hard. You're paranoid that you might lose everything if you sow when God tells you to sow. You're paranoid. It's not just a little fear. This is not just a little distrust. This is not just a little unbelief, a little doubt. This is absolute full-blown paranoia. I break the powers of it in Jesus' name because paranoia is a thief and a robber. Makes you schizophrenic. How long will you waver between two opinions, said Joshua? How long will you waver? Paranoia causes you to waver between two opinions. That double-minded, double-mindedness. Uh, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. All of them. You're double-minded, you're paranoid, you're unstable. 
And you know what? The enemy is going to come and attack you in the midst of your paranoia. First Peter five and eight says, be well balanced, be stable, be sober minded because that enemy of yours, the devil is roaming around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. You know who, who he devours? The paranoid. Paranoia is a wide open door for the enemy. God, we repent of paranoia in Jesus name. We repent of paranoia. We ask you to forgive us, Lord, for not trusting you, for not leaning on you, for not depending on you fully, but trying to make it work ourselves. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. And Lord, help us to cope with that. I'm going to do a Facebook Live later this morning on paranoia. I'm going to break this down spiritually so you can get back on there. But I want to deal with coping with this thorn in your side, which is part of what has made some of you paranoid. Coping with the thorn in your side. I've had a thorn in my side for the last couple of years. It was a big, nasty, ugly thorn. It pricked me and poked me everywhere. And every time I moved, couldn't even take a step without feeling this thorn. And the Lord recently removed it. And I was praying one day and the Lord said, I've removed that thorn. Don't put it back in again. See, the memory of the thorn can cause the thorn to feel like it's still there. The memory of that thorn can make it feel as if the thorn has not been removed. There's a thorn. Some of you have a thorn in your side. Sometimes God allows us to walk around with a thorn in our side so that we'll grow, so that we'll become more fruitful, so that we won't walk in pride. But sometimes it's just the devil. Sometimes it's the devil that puts a thorn in your side. And thorns, spines, needles... Like the ones on roses. My grandmother used to have, she used to love, she had a rose garden and she just loved growing roses. But watch out for those thorns because what looks beautiful on the outside can make you bleed on the inside. Oh God, today, help us to cope with the thorn in our side. It's like a barbed wire fence. It's like barbed wire. You know, you can't get over that fence. Some of you are, some of you are fenced in with thorns. You're fenced in with thorns and they're rusty thorns. You know what happens when you get pricked by a thorn? You bleed, you get poked, you get lacerated. Sometimes there's an infection. God, help us to deal with these thorns in our side, God. Help us, Lord, to deal with the financial thorns that are causing bleeding in our finances, God. Help us, Lord, to deal with these relational thorns that are causing bleeding in our soul, God. Our hearts are bleeding from the pain of this constant thorn, the irritation of the this constant uh, uh, reminder, this constant presence of a thorn in our side that just never goes away. You ever have your sock slip down in your shoe or how about you put your shoe on? I was a just famous for this when I was little. When I was a kid, my mother would put my socks and my shoes on. And if there was just any, if, if this, if the seam on the sock was not was not positioned properly. If I, if I was walking on it, if it was rubbing my toe, I, I just couldn't deal with it four or five years old, I still don't like walking around with a little pebble or, or some kind of uh, little something in my shoe. And you're walking on this thing. You ever had something in your shoe and you're just, it's irritating. Now, a thorn in your flesh is a lot more irritating than that, but that's a good example for you. It's irritating. You're always aware that your sock has slipped down. You're always aware that, that, that there's a little pebble or some kind of something in your shoe. You're stepping on it with every step. When there's a thorn in your side, you feel it all the time. You don't ever forget about the thorn in your side. You may have a nice moment of rest, but then the, you wake up or, or you, you come out of the presence of God and that thorn is right there again. Sometimes it's satanic harassment. Sometimes it's people that just want to irritate you. 
until you, it's like provoking spirits. Father, help us, Lord, today. Help us, Lord, today. Help us, Lord, today to cope with the thorn that's in our side, that continual annoyance, that source of trouble, that irritant, that, that annoyance, that, that, that constant inconvenience, the, 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 the plaguing thoughts, the, the, the nuisance people, God, who just want to just drag us down those, those pesty, pesty, pesty people, the trials, the menaces, God help us Lord to cope with the thorn in our flesh until you deliver us. Paul had a thorn in his flesh and he asked you three times to remove it and you wouldn't do it. You said, ah, you said my grace is sufficient for you. So father, if your grace is sufficient for us, God, we still want you to remove the thorn. We still want you to remove it, God, but maybe it's there for our own good. Maybe it keeps us humble. Maybe it keeps us grounded. I don't know why the thorn has to be in our flesh. Sometimes it's demonic. I think sometimes God allows it. He sends it. He sent it to Paul. Paul said, God gave it to me. Help us, Lord, today to cope with this thorn in our flesh. I see that, Lord. Some of you have more than one thorn. You're thorny. You become prickly because of the thorn. You become an irritable person because of the thorn. You don't even enjoy your life anymore because of the thorn. Beloved, his grace is sufficient. I know it doesn't feel that way. When I got that thorn out of my side, there were two of them. When I got those thorns out of my side... I started to relax for the first time in years. I was always tense, always on edge because of these thorns in my side, these constant irritations, never knowing when something was going to just dig in deeper. Father, help us today. If you're not going to remove it, help us to cope with it. Help us not to get all taught up over the thorns. Help us, Lord, put your supernatural grace and peace over us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. That that thorn in our side, Lord, if we've got to endure it, we know you'll give us the grace to endure it. How do we cope with the thorn in our side? Ask the Lord to help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Because you have a purpose for the thorn. You have a purpose for the thorn. And you will remove it at the right time. As her Lord saying, I'll remove it at the right time. God knows how much you can take. He knows how much you can bear. And he will remove that thorn at the Kairos moment, at the right time. He will remove that thorn. When it served its purpose, maybe some of you need to learn patience. Maybe some of you need to look, maybe some of you, maybe you made a mistake that allowed this thorn to come your way. Maybe you're paying a price for a bad decision. You weren't led by God. Maybe you needed to, to cut off certain things a long time ago and you wouldn't. And if you'd cut off those things, the thorn would, would go with it. Father, give us wisdom today on the thorn. Some of you have more than one thorn. Give us wisdom today on the thorn, on the thorns, God. Do we just relax in it and wait for you to remove it? Or do we pull it out ourselves? Help us, Lord. Give us wisdom today. Help us. Give us the grace to deal with these thorns in our side. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God is good. We covered a lot of ground on that broadcast today. My goodness, uh, that took a turn. It was a real sort of deliverance thrust, wasn't it? Listen, if you need, uh, if you need, uh, if this prayer really helped you today, if, 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 if this sort of stirred you up and said, you know what, you're right. I, I, I have been tormented and I do need to let some things go. This call could have saved your spiritual life for the next 10 years. This call could have accelerated the revelation you need in order to be free and walk free. This call could have identified a, a paranoid spirit that's attacking you so that now you can see what you're fighting against. You can resist that devil and it's got to flee. Maybe this call encourages 
encouraged you that whatever you're going through, whatever the thorn is in your side, his grace is sufficient. I need you to help me today. And I need you to sow into the kingdom of God so we can continue our work of the ministry, taking the gospel to the nations, bringing the deliverance anointing that sets captives free all around the world, teaching and discipling nations, traveling there on foot and going there through media efforts. Do you know how intensive media is media ministry? My Lord. Yesterday, our Comcast network went down almost all day. Nothing got done. Uh, our guy had to stay till 10, chose to stay till 10 o'clock last night. I didn't ask him to. I said, I don't want you to work yourself to death. He said, this has to get done. See, media is an intensive project and, and so is traveling. And we need your help to do what God has called us to do. So would you consider sowing a seed today? Especially, look, if this really helped you. When something helps you, that's that's a great time to sow into something. You can sow out of the goodness of your heart. Uh, that's always a good thing to do. You can sow by the direct word of the Lord. That's always a good thing to do. But when something has really helped you, it's a great time to sow because you're sowing into that anointing. You're sowing into that word. Amen. And you'll receive much more out of whatever you sow into. Hallelujah. Listen, if you want to sow today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. JenniferLeClaire.org slash give. You can become a partner there. You get a free resource of the month when you do. You can sow a one-time seed there at JenniferLeClaire.org slash give. Uh, you can also uh, use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can also use the uh, text to give, 754 701 I can't even remember the number anymore. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. Amen. The P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If you want to send a check, a money order or something of that nature as well, something you want me to, to have that's a physical uh, thing. Amen. Or you can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Thank you, Prophet Deb. paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Amen. God is good all of the time. I think, oh, the Venmo. The Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Amen. God is good. Father, I ask you to let to bless all of those who are giving and multiply the seed back to the giver in whichever way you deem rightful. Whatever it is they need to harvest in the most, God. Whatever it is they've appropriated their seed for. Whatever it is they have called or named their seed or sown it into. Lord, let it bring a harvest for them in their life and their family and their finances in Jesus' name. I lift up all of my Awakening House of Prayer leaders around the world, Awakening Blaze leaders, Awakening House Church leaders. I lift up all of my Ignite Network members, my Company of the Seers, all of my School of the Spirit students, all of my staff, volunteers, of course, our home church, and all of its members at Awakening House of Prayer. I ask you, Lord, bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory. Let your hand of peace be upon them and keep them from evil in Jesus name. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ today, I want to invite you to go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God. Go there, watch the videos on how you too can be saved. Amen. God loves you and he died for you. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. 
Jennifer Leclerc is the founder and owner of APM. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.